This is episode 376, Their Story with Claire and Jimmy. Welcome to Over It and On With It. I'm your host, Christine Hassler, and for over a decade, I've been a life coach, speaker, and author. Each week, you'll hear me work directly with a caller as I coach them through a goal they want to accomplish or an obstacle they may be facing. I'll provide a blend of practical and spiritual advice as well as tangible actions you can apply to your own life. Now, let's get on with the episode. Hi, everybody. So if you've been following along, you know that we're doing another three-part couples coaching series. So two weeks ago, I aired my session with Claire. Claire and Jimmy are a couple that I'm coaching in this series. And last week, I aired my session with Jimmy. And today, this week, you get to hear the session with both of them. And the way that I coach couples and the way Steph and I coach couples together, because we actually love working together to coach couples, is we always work with the individuals and the couple. I know some couples, therapists and coaches only work with the couple and don't work with the individuals, but we have found it so helpful to work with both individuals individually and then do couple sessions. It just progresses things so much farther along. And I think you'll hear this in today's episode. So as you're listening to this coaching call, consider, are you in a relationship and you keep looping on the same argument over and over again? Do you have a sense that the argument that you're having or the disagreement or the trigger that there could be a deeper issue that maybe you and your partner haven't gotten to? Are you truly willing to compromise in your relationship or do you just want it your way? And finally, are you ignoring all the ways your partner does love you and does show up for you because they're not exactly the way you want it? So keep these questions in mind as you listen to my session with Claire and Jimmy. Before we dive in, I want to thank my sponsor. Maybe you've heard me talk about them before. Caraway Cookware. Good looking, clean cooking. I love this company because all of their cooking materials are non-toxic. They're made without any toxic materials like PFASs, PTFEs, PFOAs. I don't know what any of those things stand for, but they're not good. <laughs> Their ceramics naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter for slide off the pan eggs and easy cleaning. So it's easy cooking. And over 25,000 people have raved about their Caraway Kitchen products, including myself. I am a stickler about using non-toxic products. I don't like to use any plastic. I like to make sure all of Athena's clothes are 100% cotton as much as my own as possible as well. And now I, I live life. I don't live life like, oh my God, totally paranoid and petrified of, of any chemicals. But where I can make changes that are easy to make, I'm going to do it. If I can go the non-toxic route, I'm going to do it. But sometimes when you go the natural non-toxic route, it's not as good quality. Deodorant comes to mind. <laughs> like I love me some natural deodorant, but... If I'm given a keynote or I'm doing something where I know I'm going to sweat a lot, I sometimes I got to use the chemical stuff because it just works better. Well, not so much with cookware. In Caraway, I have finally found my cookware set that is non-toxic and is easy to use because I've tried other non-toxic cookwares and it just, it's so hard to clean and they scrape easily and your eggs stick to the pan and they're really, really heavy. I just haven't liked them. I've spent a lot of money on non-toxic cookware and I'm done. Now I just use Caraway, seriously. So if you want 10% off your next purchase, go to carawayhome.com slash over it, C-A-R-A-W-A-Y 
H-O-M-E.com slash over it. Take advantage of this limited time 10% offer off your next purchase. Use over it at checkout as well. Again, carawayhome.com slash over it. Use over it at checkout for your 10% off. Enjoy. Claire and Jimmy, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So you listen to each other's episodes, yes? Yes. Yes. Anything, Claire, that really struck you about Jimmy's session? And then Jimmy, I'll ask you the same thing about Claire. Let's see. Yes. When I first listened to it, I what struck me is all, all the struggles he has around it and his blocks and so on. So I was very empathetic and compassionate until we started talking about it. And then I sort of got back into feeling like I'm last in line and I started pressuring, which is what I'm not supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that happened. Okay. And what struck you about my session with Jimmy? Did anything touch your heart? Did anything have you go, hmm, that makes sense? Yes, it all makes perfect sense. And let's see. Yeah, and I understand where he's coming from. What struck me was the walls that are up Mm -hmm. and how I managed to get him to put his walls up just by talking to him, you know? Right, right. So if I'm scared of a snake and someone who's not scared of a snake comes and it's like, it's just a snake. It's a boa constrictor. It won't bite you and gets closer and closer and closer to me. How do you think I'm going to react to that? <laughs> yeah, you'll be scared of the snake. Well, yeah. And what do you think I'm going to think of the person trying to put the snake in my face? You got to protect yourself from them. Yeah. And then they're not really, they're not honoring my fear. Mm-hmm. And my concern. And, you know, even though the snake is no big deal for them, it's a super big deal for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. And my snake is that I want him to commit to me and he just can't. Well, hold on. Let me ask you. Hold on. Jimmy, do you feel committed to Claire? 100%. Right. So he's not committing to your version, but he's committed to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It feels like my version of showing her that I'm committed doesn't quite match the version that she wants. And so I think that's our work. Right. Figuring that out. Right. So before we go too deep here, I just want to, anything else, Claire, you want to say about Jimmy's session that you heard or that struck you or that you had questions about? Nothing coming up right now. Okay. All right. So Jimmy, how about you? You heard Claire's session. Yes. I think the, the thing that really jumped out at me was just the realization of, you know, that the connection between her father and going on vacations and getting all that attention and getting all that love and then equating that with her propensity to want to plan and create those type of experiences with me. I don't think either of us were super in tune to that. And so that really helps me understand and have more empathy towards Claire. Yeah. In that area. Yeah. 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 Beautiful. And, and what was also going on was Claire didn't have that, that consistent knowing 
of how her father was going to show up, right? So it's kind of in and out. And what she's yearning for is someone being all in with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Jimmy, it's like you're yearning for just see me, accept me as I am. I'm doing the best I can. This level of intimacy is a little scary for me and I need to take my time with it because I've been on my own since I was 14 and I've always been in control of things. And Claire's like, but I need all of you. So you're perfect for each other (laughs) because you're doing a beautiful job at illuminating some core wounds. And in so many ways, that's what conscious relationship is for. So can you both be okay with the fact that this is stuff you're working through and that this is fairly normal when it comes to your relationship? Like, can it be okay that this is an issue for now? Yes. Absolutely. And can you both see that the other person is actually helping you heal? And if the other person did exactly what you wanted, it wouldn't help you heal. (laughs) I see it. I don't like it. I know. It's annoying, isn't it? Yeah. It's so annoying. It's sort of like if you all, you both are parents. So if you always did, if your kid really struggled with math and you always did their math homework for them, would that help them? No. 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 Because it would just be enabling them. It wouldn't actually be helping them, supporting them and getting through the challenge of what's happening. So, you know, it's clear this is a, a constant thing that comes up and this is very common in relationship. It's couples don't argue about different things. It's not like one week we're arguing about this, next week we're arguing about this. There's always the same sort of loop that we get into. Steph and I get into it. Every couple I've worked with, there's like a loop that every couple seems to get stuck in. And this is your loop. Mm -hmm. And the more you can approach each other with empathy and love and really see that the other person changing isn't going to change the situation. There's a compromising and for lack of a better term, a meeting in the middle that needs to happen. So I'm going to shut up for a second and ask you both, since you've listened to each other's sessions, how have things been between you? <laughs> well, we didn't listen to uh, Jimmy's session until t- yesterday. Yep. Sorry, our dog. <laughs> I thought that was Jimmy for a second. I was like, wow, you have some big feelings about that. The dog has some feelings. No, there's a delivery guy outside. Um, okay. Yeah, what's coming up for me is just sort of I'm scared that I can't get my needs met in this relationship, which makes it hard to show up. Well, let me ask you this: What needs are being met? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good question because there's so much that's there. Yeah. So let's and pay attention to that. So what needs yeah, are being met? He's present. He is committed to me. Mm -hmm. He's willing and able to work through this. He's willing to come on the podcast Mm -hmm. with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 So your need for a man to heal your daddy issue isn't being fixed by Jimmy, but that's not his job. That's my job. Right. And 
worth it. <laughs> uh, pardon me? He's helping by yeah. doing what he's doing. Yeah. And I'm not saying that there doesn't need to be changes on Jimmy's side. I'm not saying that. Both of you need to make okay. some changes. And that's how couples work works. We work internally, but then we also have to make some changes to meet some of our partner's needs. It's, it's two things, but we have to start within. But yeah. if yeah. you're going to, Jimmy will never be able to win if you don't do more work on this within and you'll need way more from him than is maybe reasonable if you don't heal some of the father stuff inside of you because it will never feel like enough. When we're wanting our partner to heal a wound from a parent, it's a bucket with holes. No matter what they do, it's never enough. And it's sort of set up that way because it's our job to heal. So part of what my encouragement to you would be like, what's going to help Jimmy really trust intimacy? What was going to push him away is constantly thinking like he's getting it wrong because he hates disappointing people. And eventually he's going to be like, I can't please her. This is just too hard. I'm better off on my own. Yeah. Yeah. That's our loop right there. Yep. So if you start really seeing all the things he does on a daily basis, all the ways that he does show up for you and you really start paying attention to that, he's going to start to feel more like, oh, because the way Jimmy's wired is if I'm not pleasing someone, I really don't want to get close to them. It's just easier on my own because he carries a big burden of, I don't want to disappoint people. That's part of his work, but understanding him and where he is, is going to help you get the most from him. So I just want to be clear. It's not our job in relationship to heal our partner's wounds, but it is our responsibility as a loving, conscious partner to understand them and empathize with them, not make excuses for them, not tolerate toxic behavior, but adjust our behavior and our requests that shows we're empathetic and understanding of where our partner is. So Claire, you have a man who is very sensitive to disappointing people. And he's also a little timid about full on, you know, commitment at the level you're really wanting right now. I think he's completely committed to you at the most committed place he can be right now. And so understanding that's not you, that's him, and that what's going to help him feel safer is telling him all the things he's doing right. Lots of acknowledgement. Because then part of his brains, because in his brain, he has it that he's not good at relationship. Yeah, I can't do it. It's not good. It's not safe. I'm better off on my own. So if you're consistently telling him how he's not showing up and what he's doing wrong, it's just going to reinforce that pattern. But if you really appreciate him, really are present, and it sounds like there's plenty of reasons to be, then his brain starts going, oh, wait, I'm actually good at this. Oh, wait, I'm not screwing up. Oh, wait, I can lean in more. Does this make sense what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does totally. that resonate with you, Jimmy? Am I saying anything that's super off? No, no. In fact, some of the things that you're saying are exactly what was happening over the last, you know, 24 hours was I was feeling like I wasn't showing up the way that Claire wanted me to. And I was getting frustrated and I was getting 
I was putting my walls up. I was withdrawing because what my story was is I'm, I can't do it the way you want me to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think it's, it's resonating big time. Yeah. Yeah. Now let's flip to you for a second, Jimmy. So you have a partner who really wanted emotional connection with her dad and loved her time with him and loved when he was present. And it's a huge owie for her, but that was in and out. It's almost better to kind of never have it than to have it and then not have it, have it and then not have it, have it and then not have it. You know, it's so confusing for a child and it's so confusing to the heart. And so why she's wanting this, this like deeper level of, I choose you is because she didn't feel like that priority. And in her brain, she has an idea of what I choose you looks like. And even though you can say to me, I do choose her, I'm totally committed to her. It's not fitting her model based on Mm. her programming, right? And that's the tricky part. So what we need to find, and and that's where you need to be empathetic, is when she's saying to you, you're not choosing me, you're not planning, whatever. What she's really saying is, I'm scared that I'm going to be disappointed and abandoned and hurt by a man again. I'm scared you're going to do what my dad did. I've opened my heart and it's good. And then you take it away. And then you're here and then you take it away. And that, that, that inconsistency or just that lack of full commitment that she's wanting in her words is making it hard for her nervous system to settle because it reminds her of her childhood on a subconscious level. Make Mm -hmm. sense? So what, you can really give to her. And I'd love for us to brainstorm together what that could be is I know planning and logistics is a little challenging for you. And we talked about that. And so that's something you're going to work towards, but what is something and Claire, I'm going to ask you that Jimmy could do on a daily basis to help you feel chosen, to help you feel like a priority. What would be something that he could do? That doesn't involve planning? Correct. Because the planning, just so you know, the planning is your subconscious's way, like your your mind's way of sealing in the commitment. Like you need proof. You need evidence. Like that's that's the security you're searching for. And what I want to try to help you get to is how can you find security with him in other ways? So um, maybe quality time together. Okay. What does that look like? Like tell me what he desires or wants in the moment or next day. Or like, I mean, we can, I guess it's kind of like back to planning something even just tonight. Yeah. Tell me about your days. How do you guys have your mornings together? Do you have your evenings together? What are your days like? It's sort of random. I feel like. Sometimes I need to just sort of be on call to see if he shows up. But you live together. We live together, yeah. Okay. We have a coffee date every morning between 6.45 and 7.15. That's true. That's beautiful. And we meditate together. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. That's, that to me is commitment. And that is beautiful quality time. And what happens before bed? Hot tub. Pretty much every night? Pretty close. 
sounds good. I'll come over, <laughs> meditate, coffee in the morning, hot tub at night. My kind of day. That'd be a little weird if I got in the hot tub with you guys, but I'm just saying it sounds awesome. <laughs> Life coaching. We'll start it. We'll start a new YouTube channel. Hot tub life coaching. Oh gosh. Oh, I've been looking for a reinvention of my my career post motherhood. I think I think I found it. Hot tub coaching. All right, back to seriousness. So you have the hot tub at night. What if every night it doesn't have to? It can be in the hot tub. It can be whatever. You were just you shared with each other. Claire, you could share an appreciation of Jimmy, like something you appreciate about him. And Jimmy, you could share a reason that you choose her or a reason that you love her. I love her because this or whatever. Good idea. Yes. I do. I do just want reassurance that I also matter. Great. So Jimmy, when I make that request of every night, you just tell her one reason why you love her or why you choose mm. her. How does that feel in your body? It feels good. Yeah. I feel I can do that. Great. I'm happy to do that and excited to do that. Great. Yeah. <laughs> no problem with that. <laughs> Amazing, Claire. So Claire, I just want to show you, you have a man that's every day committing to telling you why he chooses you and why he loves you. And had zero resistance to that. <laughs> yeah. To I me, did. that means more than planning a dinner or a trip. Yeah. It does. And so I really, really encourage you, because you don't want to get into sabotaging here, really encourage you to appreciate, acknowledge, and be grateful for what you have. And I'm not saying settle. I'm saying, how long have you guys been together? Two years. Two years, which in the scheme of life is not that long. It's like the honeymoon phase is a year. And then at about the two, three year mark, like all the stuff starts to come up and we get into our loops. So, and he came, you know, from not a great marriage beforehand. There was, you know, childhood stuff. There's stuff that he's worked through, right? And so give him time. And I'm not saying a decade, but give him time to feel safer because this being on him about planning logistics and everything has not pushed him away, but hasn't been the best advertisement for commitment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I see that. And I'm not saying that your needs don't matter. So Jimmy, I'm going to come back to you and know that for Claire, planning things is important to her. She likes to look forward to things. She likes to know she has a future with you. She likes to know she's a priority. It is important. So if, you know, you're working out logistics in your head and, you know, you're trying to make things work, I just want you to say, this trip is important to me, sweetheart. I'm just working out the logistics. I want you to know I want to go with you. I just need a little time to get everything in order. You know, and just be sensitive to that. So this yes. is where I'm asking you, like, Claire, I'm kind of asking you to step back on this. And Jimmy, I'm asking you to step forward. Mm -hmm. And Claire, I'm asking you to step forward on the, like, acknowledgement of him. 
And mm-hmm. Jimmy, I'm asking you to kind of step back to her, like in terms of your sensitivity, like getting really annoyed when she's like, oh, make this plan with me and just know that's her little girl and be patient with her. Mm-hmm. And in those moments where she's probing for a plan, say sweetheart or whatever you call her, I love you and I'm here. And I know this means a lot to you and we're working it out. But try not to go into defensiveness because mm-hmm. when we get defensive, when our partner's inner child is activated, they just feel completely shut down. Yeah. And that's been a bit of our pattern for sure. Yeah. My pattern. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I wish I could solve every person's relationship problems in a 20 minute podcast episode. Um, but I hope that, and, and this is the thing with, with loops and patterns in ourselves and in relationships is we have to chip away a little bit of a time. Mm-hmm. And I hope what we got to today in terms of greater level of empathy and understanding with each other and just that small step of Claire, you sharing an appreciation and Jimmy, you sharing something that you really love about her and why you choose her and Jimmy being little more sensitive to when she is planning instead of getting defensive, know that that's her little girl saying, please love me, daddy. Please choose me, daddy. Why do you go away and then come back? And I don't understand why I only get you at certain times and it's so inconsistent. And why can't every day be like vacation day? And it's very confusing for her. So know that a lot of times when she's like on you about something, she's not her current age. She's five, she's eight. And you have daughters, you know, be, keep that in mind. Talk to Mm. her in those moments with the kindness and compassion that you would your daughters. And Claire, when Jimmy's fumbling around trying to make things work, see a little boy who grew up abandoned by lost dad, had to grow up way too soon, was on his own and had to learn how to navigate life at too young of an age. And sometimes like logistics and all that stuff can feel overwhelming for him because he didn't have parents handling that stuff for him until he was 18, as he should have. So it can feel a bit overwhelming to him. So have patience with him and understand he's 12, he's 14 when he's trying to figure all this stuff out. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How do you both feel right now? I feel like we got something to try. That feels good. I feel quite a bit better because it's just helpful to have somebody in the middle sort of line out both of our patterns and sort of clarify them. Yeah. And acknowledge them. Yeah. Good. So turn and face each other and look at each other. And Jimmy, I'd love you to share three things about Claire that you just really, really love. One of the biggest things that I love about Claire is that she pushes me to be a better human. And tell her directly what I love about you. What I love about you is you push me to be a better human. um, And you give me plenty of grace and you're fun and adventurous. And Claire, please acknowledge Jimmy for three things. I acknowledge you for growing and 
doing so much to try and make this work and for juggling all the balls that you have up in the air. And I acknowledge you also for fun and adventure. <laughs> I'm excited for ski season with you. Mm. And how does it feel to just see each other like this and speak to each other in this way? Feels beautiful. Phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. So more of this hot tub or wherever every night and stick to your meditations and coffee every morning. And Claire, see that. Here I have this man that meditates with me, that has coffee with me. Like there is this, he is here. He is here. He is here now. Stop living in future planning. He's here now. And Jimmy, for you, commitment is safe. Commitment is safe. I can do this. I can do this. I'm not failing. I don't suck at it. I'm not disappointing her. I can do this. Her stuff is her stuff. I'm not disappointing her. It's not me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. So email me a little update on how you're doing in a month. I'd like a month <laughs> of integrating this. Email me a little update. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Enjoy your hot tub tonight. <laughs> you I love Claire and Jimmy's willingness. They both were willing (laughs) to see their side of things and to take some steps toward each other. And as you could see in the session, the tips that I gave them were very, very simple, but they were powerful tips as well. One of the biggest things that I want to emphasize with all of you is that it's so important that when you're in relationship, you know when you're coming from your inner child and when you're coming from your adult self. So when your inner child is triggered and your inner child is trying to get what they didn't get from their parents, from your partner, you will always be frustrated in your relationship because your partner is not the one that's supposed to be mommy and daddy. They're supposed to be your partner. So when that inner child is triggered, we have to meet those needs and see our partner for our partner. Now, at the same time, our partner can be sensitive to our inner child's needs. So I coach both of them, see the little wounded boy and the little wounded girl and have compassion and have understanding for why they're coming to you the way they're coming to you or they're triggered by what they're triggered by. We can empathize, we can understand, we can be patient, we can be sensitive to our partner's wounds, but it's not our job to fix them. Now, that said, in a conscious relationship, in a committed relationship, it often is the healing container for these wounds to be healed, but it's never our partner's job to come and fix us and save us. That is codependence and none of us want that. So I really acknowledge Claire and Jimmy for their willingness. I think I've said that 20 times and their dedication to both work on themselves and their stuff and come toward each other. And to me, that is the process of a relationship. You can, you know, we're never there right? We're always evolving. We continue to work on ourselves, work out our own triggers and move toward our partner. And every relationship takes compromise. Every relationship takes not needing it to be our way all the time because love is a verb. It's not just the words. So if you're in a relationship and you find yourself continuing to loop on the same argument over and over again, I hope you use this series as an inspiration to dig a little deeper and really ask what's underneath this. Where am I not taking responsibility for my stuff and where am I expecting my partner to heal my stuff and where am I not understanding and being compassionate for their stuff? 
And where am I missing where they're actually really showing up for me? And how can I appreciate that more? Appreciation and acknowledgement goes a long way in relationship. And I appreciate and acknowledge all of you. Thank you so much for listening. That's the show for today. Sending you so much love and many blessings. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Over at Non With It. I love hearing from you. So please post your comments or questions at christinehasler.com slash podcast. That's also the place you can sign up to receive coaching from me in an upcoming episode. And if you love this show, please share it and subscribe in iTunes. You can find all my social media handles and sign up to be part of my community at christinehasler.com. Until next week, here's to getting over it and on with it. Much love and many blessings.